Hi, welcome to Storytime at the Rubus, a weekly podcast about the Bonnaroo Music and Arts Festival. I'm Sharla. And I'm Daniel. And I'm going to give everybody a quick heads up. This is going to be kind of a uh, two-sided episode. The first half is going to be a regular episode where we're going to talk about a few bits of news that have come up in the Bonnaroo world this past week. And the second half is going to be a little bit of a random Thanksgiving special where we're just going to talk about some other random things. So we hope you will stick around for the second half. But in the first half, we are going to talk about some Rue stuff. And there has been some cool news the past week or two. Have you seen a lot of that? Bonnaroo has tweeted. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of sad that that is news nowadays, but we'll take the tea leaves when we can get them, I suppose. Exactly. I'll take any news that I can get. What was interesting is, you know, maybe it was a coincidence, maybe it wasn't, I don't know. But the same day that Bonnaroo tweeted with some news for us, there was news that morning about a vaccine. And not only that, but one of our favorite people was partially behind it. Yes, Miss Dolly Parton herself actually gave money to help fund one of the vaccines, if I'm not mistaken. No, you're not mistaken. She gave a good bit of money to Vanderbilt up in Nashville. And they were one of the places behind uh, that particular vaccine. That's only one of two or three of them that have been announced. Right. There's multiple vaccines out there now. Yeah. Which is great news. But that one, can we please refer to it as the Dolly vaccine? The Dolly vaccine. I love it. Everything about her is so wholesome. Like, she's also literally saving lives now. That's great. Hey, there's also like a Netflix special that's out now where it's like some kind of Dolly Christmas special. There's a lot of Netflix stuff. I think there's two of them. I don't know. No, I think there's one where it's kind of like kind of like a Hallmark movie of the week kind of thing. And then there's another one where it's like Christmas time with Dolly and she's singing a bunch of songs or or something like that. That's wonderful. Can we get not sober and watch those? Yes. That would be amazing. (laughs) I don't know. If Dolly was going to drink, what would she have to drink? She, oh... Let me think. She would have a Cosmo. A Cosmo? What about a mint julep? A mint julep, maybe? I don't know. What would she have? I don't know. Ooh, One I'm of those two think things. About this. That's a good question. I don't know. She She's a pretty Something. awesome woman. She probably just yeah. has straight bourbon. Yeah, that's true. Would she have like a like a neat, like a neat, something neat, like a jack neat? What is a jack neat? Oh my goodness. It's, you know, when you put your whiskey with nothing, you know, just straight. Oh, well then I do that all the time. I need to have or Dave you, back on to explain these things, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> or would you, or would she have something like fruity and all done up? Let's get her on the show and just ask her. I know. Yeah, that would That's be amazing. That's a great question. <laughs> I would like to learn that. But hey, um, back to the vaccine. It's tough to really use that to suggest a whole lot. But at the very least, I think we can see that as the first big step to getting us back on the farm. Right? Yes. So I have read some reports saying that the first doses of the vaccine may go out as soon as early December to healthcare workers and such. Mm-hmm. And it may be in the spring or whatever that it goes out to kind of the general population. And that's what has to happen in order for us to get back to the farm. I mean, that's one huge step. Not the only thing. There's a couple other things yeah. that have to happen. But I feel like we're finally seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and seeing the path back to the farm finally. Yes. I will take any light that I can get back to the farm yeah, right know. now. And it's starting to get where it's kind of okay to be excited about going back now. I feel like September is kind of a safe bet at this point. You think so? Well, I mean, it's 2020, so it's hard to say anything for sure. It's Yeah. But 
if that is happening, I mean, I know things are pretty tough right now. The numbers are not pretty if you've looked at the news uh, you know, yeah. the past couple of weeks leading up to the holidays. Holiday travel is certainly not going to help either. Right. But now that, you know, COVID is generally scientifically more understood than it was six, nine months ago, whatever, and there's a vaccine on the way, it kind of seems kind of sort of safe to start preliminarily planning stuff. I mean, I know that there's some bands and such that are already planning some international international travel. Um, One, uh, the Secret Sisters, you know, the uh, folk group out of... uh, the Shoals area, where you and I have some roots. Out in. of Green Hill, Alabama. Is it Green Hill or Killen? Green Hill. Green I'm Hill. Almost like Green Hill. If you don't know them, they're kind of similar to First Aid Kit. Um, they've been at it for almost a decade now. They've recorded with Jack White, and they've toured all over the place. They announced on their Facebook page, I think I saw it, where they have European shows planned for next summer. I mean, I know that's a little ambitious, but it's cool that artists stateside are planning on going internationally in 2021 Mm -hmm. and as far as bigger things go in countries where they have it really under control like australia and new zealand they're starting to plan arena tours now i saw that guns and roses has arena shows in australia planned for late next year i mean yeah you can take your shots at them all you want there's jokes to be made about them i suppose but that's still a big you know high dollar act so Somebody behind the touring for that obviously is comfortable enough to plan that, you know? Right. I mean, they're based out of, what, L.A., I think, California, whatever. So for them to go overseas and have that all planned, that's not something that you can just haphazardly plan. It takes, like, time and money and a lot of other resources to even, like, plot out dates like that. Right. So I don't know. I feel like that's a vote of confidence from that kind of camp, too. Right. So, Daniel, what do you think the 2021 Bonnaroo lineup might look like? Well, I don't know. It's tough to say. I think initially we were kind of sort of told through the press to expect around 80% of what would have been the 2020 lineup in 2021. I think things continue to change since they kind of booted back until September of next year. Maybe they'll change a little bit more than 80%. Okay, but here's my big question. Yeah. Here's the question on everyone's mind. Are we still going to get the 20th anniversary of Nelly's Country's Grammar? Oh, gosh. I don't know. Isn't Nelly on Dancing with the Stars now? Maybe he's a little busier than he was before. Did I see that right? Is he on Dancing with the Stars? I've never watched a minute of that. That was the timeline that I don't feel like anybody (laughs) deserved. Well, I hope so. Because, like, Nelly being there, in all seriousness, that's the kind of, like, out-of-left-field booking that I love to see from them. Like, there's been a lot like that over the years. I feel like everybody my age was just there for that. (laughs) Oh, no, I know a lot of other people close to our age that was dying to go see that. I think some publication called it, like, the middle school dance that you're just dying to be at. Or middle school. Like. Yeah, yeah, we're a little old. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I saw a number. I didn't hear that. Yeah, no. I saw a number of other people, like, really geeking out over that. So, yeah, I hope they bring him back. I don't think he'll be on Dancing with the Stars anymore at that point. Okay. But Unless back, he wins. Back to the good conversation. Yes. All right, so we got the, the headliners. They gonna be there? Ooh. Or no? So I feel like you wanna you wanna go down this road, or you not wanna go down this road? I'll go down this road in terms of like us just making guesses. This is guesses. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe Rubus is not an insider. <laughs> maybe somewhat informed guesses, but I feel like we can count on Tame and Paula because they've already scheduled 
a number of shows in North America next year, and they have a big gap around September when Bonnaroo will be. So I feel like we can kind of count on that. So the other two, I'm not so sure about. Tool has always got a million different things going on, and it seems as if it was a miracle to have had them booked for 2020 in the first place. I don't pretend to be an expert on them because I, I won't say that I'm not a fan, but it's not really my thing, so I don't pay that much attention to them. The wine fest guy. Yeah, what's his name? Maynard? Yeah. I think that's their front man that also does winery stuff. Okay, I'm not, I don't dislike Tool. I, that's just not my jam, so it's whatever. Um, but a lot of people are in, like hardcore into Tool. Yeah, Zach and, that hangs out with us from Chattanooga. He loves them. Oh, really? Yeah, cool. He's a huge fan. Um, I keep seeing comments popping up all across the interwebs. And it's like, oh, he can't do September Root because That's he wine does season? Wi- because Winefest, Winefest, <laughs> Winefest. He's booked for Winefest. What a renaissance man to be like. Uh, to do this yeah. wine thing. Well, to be the front man of like. A cool, band like that cool, and also cool. do, I mean, yeah. And, like, being into this wine thing. So, take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. You can I mean, not hear it from me. You can go Google the comments. You can go look it up just like I did. But, like, I just, that's what the comments are saying. Oh, well, he the, can't do September because this his wine yeah. thing. So, I don't know. They also have two or three other, like, side project bands that also have bookings for next year, which I think puts it a little bit more also, out of reach. I'm just going to chime in. And say, this is the second time we recorded this podcast. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Daniel said I talked too much about this. No, I did not. Yes, you did. I mean, you're talking a little weird now, but not too much. Okay. You've got kind of like your presenter voice. Is that because not you're drinking center. a Bloody Mary right now? Yes? No. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so the other one is Lizzo. Um, I don't know. I feel like she's 50-50. She was doing fantastic and was on top of everybody's minds before a pandemic. I feel like in a uh, slightly different world, I don't know, it's tough for me to say, but I feel like she's 50-50. I think she is headliner capable, but I feel also that in 2021, we're looking at somewhat of a different situation. So it's a little early to say right now. I would welcome her being there, but I feel like the market is going to look a lot different than it did when Lizzo was booked as a headliner. What do you think? I agree. I'm ready for some new Lizzo tunes. I think she has a new album coming. Oh, is she? Yeah, so maybe that could get her back. I didn't know that. I was totally unaware of that until you just told me just now. So I am so down for that. Maybe that will put her back at the height of cultural relevance. If she came out with a new album, I'm there for it. Well, wouldn't everybody, wouldn't all 100,000 of us be there? (laughs) Oh, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Um... Undercard, I feel like most of it's going to be there. I'm a little concerned about some of the international artists, just because travel is going to be a little tricky. But if I have one band on my wish list, if anybody from AC is listening to this, please, 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 please bring in King Gizzard. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. I am dying to see them. I love them so much. That's kind of my jam, are these uh, weird, trippy, psychedelic Australian bands. And I slipped on them the first time they were at Rue about five years ago, and I will not this time. I was so excited for them to have a late night show this past year, supposedly, but it was just not to be. Is there any band on the undercard that you're dying to see? Make sure that they're there. Well, not really. Uh, define undercard. Okay, anybody that's not headlining. Anybody that's not he- okay, Miley Cyrus. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. She would be great. For sure. I love how she has evolved over the past ten years. If you had said that ten years ago, like I might not have taken it as seriously. Maybe some others even wouldn't have. five years ago. Yeah. If we would have booked Miley Cyrus. Everybody would have been like. <sighs> But now it's like, oh, God, yes, please, I want to see Miley. And then, like, this year they booked Miley Cyrus, and everybody was like, take my money. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, Barry, of all people, on the What Podcast, who's, like, the lovable camp dad, he's like, hell yeah, I want to see Miley. Take my money now. Yeah, he was literally like, take my, well. <laughs> but, yeah, I would love to go see oh, Miley paying Barry. cash. <laughs> Anybody else you're dying to see? I know everybody was excited about Glass I, I need to go back and look at the lineup. I've forgotten. Don't. It'll make you cry. It'll make you cry to know what we should have well, seen. Yeah, I, yeah. Okay, I'm going to be straight. Yeah. I cried about Bonnaroo probably every day. <laughs> oh, man. Don't say things like that. Y'all don't want to know what 2020 has taken from me. Because, yeah. Anyways, let's not go down that road. Um, I fantasize so much about being yeah, in the pit. Yeah, I fantasize a lot about stuff. But, <laughs> but No, for real, though. Like... When I'm thinking about, like, okay, this will be the point that all this is over, I think about being in the pit for Tame Impala. Yeah. And, you know, I plead the fifth on this, but being on another planet for Tame Impala. Like, that will be the point where I'm like, yes, I made it. This is happening. Everything is great now. I mean, there'll be other good things that will happen between now and then, but that's going to be like, yes, I did it. I made it. Yeah. Yeah. You going to be there with me, or are you going to sit that one out? I you think I'm gonna be like setting that one out? What? Oh, let's talk about another little something too. So there have been, you know, there's been some rumors starting to swirl now that uh, we're taking some safe steps back to getting on the farm. Uh, there is a certain lady that has been rumored to be coming to the farm sometime in the next couple of years. You and I have been campaigning for this particular lady. To come to the farm, and I feel like maybe it's starting to come into focus, and people are starting to take this idea seriously. Do you get what I'm hitting at? What do you think, Lady Diana, Princess of Wales? Oh my gosh, no! I mean, I've been enjoying the crown too, but oh my gosh, no! Oh. <laughs> We've long lost her. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Why'd you say that? I don't know because I've been watching the crown a lot. The crown is really good. We'll talk more about that and stuff in the second half of the show, but. No, no, You're no. Talking no. about Lady Gaga. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like that the, was the only other lady I could think of. I feel like the rumors are starting to go from like a small wave to being one that's like you know, waist high or whatever. Not a tsunami yet, but it, the the rumor wave is growing on Lady Gaga. I feel like. So how is that? Who started that rumor? Uh, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut on that. But, it, I, I mean, people who follow this stuff, they know where that came from. There's been two sources now on that. It's not credible. Robust is not an insider. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean, no, this is recorded elsewhere already. All right, well. It was talked about in code, but a lot of people picked I'm up on it. All I'm going to say is, that would be, I imagine Lady Gaga creating a bridge. A rainbow bridge. <clears throat> a rainbow bridge from the, the what stage out to that little thingy the sound whatever in the middle yeah the sound booth yeah and walking across it i can see it across happening. the people so you and i got to like see above her above the people yeah you and i got to see her above the pit two or three years ago over in atlanta at the phillips arena where the atlanta hawks play yeah. and uh, we didn't have the best that's seats what she did. Yeah. because they were crazy expensive 
But yeah, she had a whole elaborate setup like that. I mean, obviously, she would have to pare it down a little bit. Yeah, she disappeared for a long time and then just came out in the middle of the bridge. (laughs) Yeah, nobody knows how she got there. She can teleport. Yeah, she basically teleports. That's one of her powers. But yeah, I feel personally like she's a perfect, perfect, perfect fit for a pop headliner. And I feel like it's not a matter of if, but when. Maybe it's not going to be in 2021 because like the whole map is going to be insane next year if and when things do happen. But I feel like it's kind of inevitable sometime over the next two, three, four years, whatever. Yeah, I think she would be great at the farm. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like we've got a long way to go until we hear anything like fully credible. But I like that people are on board for this and kind of like the drip of a rumor it's starting to gain a little traction. That's not to say that, you know, anything is happening, but I would be shocked if anybody at AC or uh, Live Nation hadn't had conversations at this point. It's so exciting to be able to look forward to Bonnaroo again. I know. I, I feel like finally we have at least a little pebble of clarity on where things are headed. You think so? Yeah, I mean... Can we look forward to Bonnaroo at this point? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think so. I feel like September is starting to come into focus. We'll know over the next couple of months. Yeah. But it feels like it's okay to be excited about it now at this point because of the good news. And (laughs) thanks in part to Miss Dolly of all people. Well, yeah. I mean, speaking of uh, female headliners we'd like to have there, I mean... Well, obviously, that's the number one female headliner. Dolly takes president yeah. over, presidents over Lady Gaga, I'm afraid. Yeah, yeah. clearly. <laughs> that would be amazing. Hey, you stuck around with us to the second half. Um, so we talked a lot about Bonnaroo stuff, but this is going to go into the random section of the show. Uh, for Thanksgiving... Um, I'm very thankful for you, Sharla, and I'm thankful Aww. for all our friends that we've made through Bonnaroo, and I'm also thankful that we can chill out a little bit and play it safe at home and actually be entertained with things and have a good dinner at home and stuff. That's cool. So what I thought we might do is talk a little bit about things that we would recommend for people to enjoy while they're chilling at home over the holidays. So two things from each of us. Do uh, you want to start or should I? I'm going to recommend The Crown. The, okay, so you mentioned that before. The Crown. Tell yes. me a little bit about that. Okay, so I didn't think I would like it when we first started watching it a few years ago. But now it's on, what, is it the fourth season? Uh, fourth, fourth or fifth? Season. I've lost count. It's the fourth season, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think you're right. And they've gotten into the Princess Di years. Like early 80s. Like early 80s, yeah. When she first has William and Harry. And it's such a phenomenal show. It's... Yeah, a historical in love time period show, and I can't stop watching it. And I'm usually not a fan of, you know, historical shows, but this is just, like, mind-blowing. Uh, it's just so good. I like that each episode, well, almost each episode. Yeah, that's what I was going to, yeah. It's kind of like its own little mini-movie. Yeah. There was a really good one about this real historical event where this random dude in London just like jumped a fence and came into the queen's bedroom and just like chilled out and had a conversation with her. Yep. Like that was a good episode you, that could have been its own little movie. You really don't even have to watch it in order almost. Like it's. Well, it helps. It helps, but each episode could be its own little movie. Yeah, but that one was pretty good. Um, we watched one the other night where it was about uh, 
Diane and Charles going to Australia and New Zealand, which was a little familiar. And oh my gosh, you know, I know a lot of Bonnaroovians are a fair bit younger than us and weren't around while she was around. But I was reminded as to why she was an incredible lady. Like, I love her so much. It's sad. It's so sad. I mean, I guess talking about the history in this sense would be a little bit of a spoiler. What have been some of your favorite episodes? Uh, when they went to Australia and New Zealand. Oh, yeah, that sure. one too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but some of my favorite episodes are the Princess Margaret episodes. Oh, oh, and tell them who the actress is for her now. Helen of Owen Carter. Yeah. Yeah. Who's perfect. <laughs> I love her. Yeah. She's a little bit of a rude person in. Well, in the show, but I guess that just shows what a good actress she is. I don't, I mean, it's, it, this is all historical, so it's not really a spoiler. The last episode that we watched was all about Princess Margaret, and it was just such a good episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed that one, too. I mean, I guess history is a spoiler in this context, but yeah, I, I can't recommend it enough. If you haven't watched it before, I almost feel like you could jump into season four if you've got a little bit of a historical awareness of what you know, happen with, you know, the UK really and the royal could, family. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You really could skip seasons one through three. Honestly, season four has been my favorite season, and you really could. I agree. If you wanted to just skip forward to Princess Die, you really could start with season four. The actress that is Diane is so good, too. I, I've been loving it. All right, so something else that we have both been watching that I'll use for one of my picks is Fargo. That's on FX and Hulu. Uh, this is an anthology show similar to how American Horror Story does, where it's a different story each season with uh, different characters and such. So it's loosely, loosely, loosely based on the old Fargo movie. And I feel like this season isn't my favorite, but it's still on up there. It's a cool gangster story set in the upper Midwest, uh, kind of close to where our friend Chloe is, I guess. Uh, it's not too far from Iowa. Um, I don't want to say too much about it because anything at all would be a spoiler in it. But I can tell you that Chris Rock and Jason Schwartzman are kind of like the heads of two rival gangs. And there's some other stories surrounding it. And I can't recommend it enough. It's been really cool. We're almost at the last episode of that, I think. It's been really good. So this season is so good. Chris Rock is amazing in it. But this season has not been my favorite. Which one was your favorite? The I think it was the first season with Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, him and Martin Freeman, dude that was Bilbo in The yeah, Hobbit. Yeah, that one yeah. was my favorite, for sure. You don't like the one with Ewan McGregor? I like that one. That's my second favorite. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I don't think I've disliked any of them. This one is like in the middle of the pack, the new season, season four of that. I'm going to be honest, this is my least favorite. No, I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, they're it's all hard good. To say. Yeah, they're all good. But the first season with Billy Bob Thornton was my favorite. Yeah, I can but see why. I'm a really big Billy Bob Thornton fan. Uh, well, who isn't? Doesn't he have a band? I don't know. I think. I think he has a band. I think they've played around here before. Hmm. Like it's kind of like a like old timey rock and roll kind of band, That's like cool. rockabilly kind of thing or something. I could say that. Now we talked about you know somebody being a Renaissance man earlier. I feel like Billy Bob Thornton is too. Yeah. He's a cool dude. All right, so uh, another pick I'll give you is um, so I was very 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 lucky and was able to snag a PS5 uh, when they went out. And I've really been enjoying the Miles Morales Spider-Man game and a couple of other little things. But I'm mostly going to use this as a plug for something cool that I've been doing with Lord Taco from the What Podcast, the Ruham guys, and Ben, who used to work with AC. We've been doing a fundraiser 
where we're streaming games every now and then throughout the end of the year, and we're raising money for Extra Life. It's a nonprofit that helps raise money for kids' hospitals. Uh, Taco started a Twitter, it's like Rue Gaming Crew, where it has like a link to whenever we stream, and it has links to our fundraiser pages. So take a look at that if you haven't already. We're going to be goofing off and playing video games and trying to raise money for kids' hospitals at a good time at Christmas. So that is my other plug. So you can watch us be bad at video games. It's fun. Do you have anything else you want to talk about, Jay? That kind of covers it? Nothing else you want to recommend? Yeah, no, I got nothing. Nothing? I'm sitting okay. at the house. I rec- no, I got a recommendation. Yeah. Set at your house. <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> that terrible <laughs> no it's timely and uh, makes a lot of sense we're gonna be doing a lot of that too uh we're gonna be having a small small thanksgiving dinner with uh, me and you and brooklyn and her boyfriend on friday uh, i'm looking forward to throwing my diet to the wind for that that's gonna be fun oh yeah yeah so you know we hope you all have a very bonnaroo thanksgiving that was a fun little tv special they did some years ago remember that on vh1 <sighs> That's almost a lifetime ago now, man. I'm sure you could find that. I bet the Bonnery 365 guys got some clips of that that he might share at some A very some Bonnery point. Thanksgiving. A very Bonnery Thanksgiving, yeah. But it is a good time to be thankful. Uh, I know, you know it what feels I'm thankful a, for? What? All 100,000 of you. That many? Wow. Is, I mean, there's probably more people than that. Yeah, I am too. I mean, I know this has been a tough year where it's tough to feel thankful, but there still is a lot to be thankful for. There's stuff in the future to be thankful for because we finally are seeing the light at the end of the tunnel like we talked about. And I feel like it, as Bonruvians, it should be our good nature to look at the situation positively. And now it's starting to be a little easier to do that. Yes. Yeah, you agree? Yes. All right, good deal. We hope everybody's being safe. You're still able to see your family in some way, either through a window or virtually over Zoom or something like that. And I feel like it is okay to start feeling pretty good because, I mean, knock on wood, it seems like we're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel, which means we're going to be back on the farm together really soon. And you better be getting ready because we're going to be getting lit. Yes, yeah. I am. All right. So for Thanksgiving, stay safe and get out there and radiate positivity. Bye.